What's up, guys? Playoffs are finally upon us. First round done. Well, I guess first two rounds. If you want to look at it that way, we have the championship series going on. As we speak, we have Philly and the Padres in that. And then the Yankees and Astros, for the third time in six years, will play tomorrow. Uh, it was, yeah, it was great. Exciting times. It is a very exciting time. I mean, we had some great baseball, some great series here. Uh, in the divisional rounds, I mean, the Yankees went five games. We've had some Yankees Guardians went five games. We had some upsets with Padres winning and then with the Phillies winning as well. So Very true. Very I mean, true. we had the two lowest seeds in the National League yeah, side. Exactly. doesn't feel like it, but we do. No, I mean, those teams are very good. And we were talking about that before the podcast you know, before we start recording, I mean, the Phil, these are both legitimate World Series contenders, or they're playing like legitimate World Series contenders. I believe the Phillies was in your, were they the team that you had winning in your prediction, or was it a team you just had in your, in your series? Ooh, what was that actually? Um, let me look real quick because I had, I had Phillies Blue Jays. You had Phillies losing to the Blue Jays. So you had, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, not not too far off there. With uh, I mean, one of your teams is still left. I should yeah. say. Same for you. Same yeah, for you. You yeah, still got, got the, the Yankees, Yankees left. Yeah. The Yankees can beat the Dodgers. Is your prediction? So yes. your winner is still left, at least. Yes. But wow. Okay. I mean, have we got any news to go over or anything like that? Or are we well, jumping straight in? It's not it's not so much MLB news, but I do want to get a little house cleaning out of the way. Our Instagram is on the verge, the very verge of a hundred followers. So if you would, guys, please share stuff, send it to your friends, put it on your stories. We'd appreciate you help helping getting the word out. We want to get to that one hundred follower number. Yes, yes. Secondly, go ahead. Yeah, I'll say I'll, this may be your secondly, but I know we discussed a giveaway at a hundred followers. We did. we did discuss a giveaway. We have a bobblehead, a Jeff McNeil bobblehead, right? Yes, yes. We have a Jeff McNeil bobblehead. Uh, came straight from City Field. Was still a, in the box. Yes, yeah, still in the box, mint condition here. Uh, it's a pretty cool bobblehead. I, you know, I went to the Mets Padres game probably about two years ago. They were handing them out. They had extras, so I grabbed a second one. Um, but yeah, I mean. It, it's solid, and then I believe we're also going to give away some free merch as well. Yeah, we are including either a t-shirt or a hat. Haven't decided there yet, but point being, we need to get to that 100 number to figure that out. So, hit us up for that. Um, also, on the Instagram, we have some polls going right now, what we call the Stars of the Division Series poll, if you will. So, get your votes in on that. Check that out. Basically, you're just Checking it out to see who stepped up the most for their team. Because honestly, like the star players really came out in this series. I don't know if you noticed this, but like Jordan Alvarez went off. Mm -hmm. Julio Rodriguez was putting up good numbers. Bryce Harper has been incredible all postseason. Yes. Yeah. Ronald Acuna Jr., Matt Olson had some good numbers. Um, Jose Ramirez has been here and there. We'll talk about him later. Garrett Cole, John Carlos Stanton, right? 
they had a lot of stars. Freddie Freeman was in there. Mm-hmm. Manny Machado even had some fun. So basically, the poll is just trying to figure out who is the biggest for their team. What star stepped up the most? Make sure to check out those polls. Now, on the MLB side of news, we have we have a lot of manager news, I guess, if you mm-hmm. will. Yes. Um, some some things that some managers have said are coming back to bite them now. Mm-hmm. And let's let's start with Dave Roberts for the Dodgers because this is probably the, the craziest thing that we knew we would get back to. Uh, he said that they would win the World Series at the beginning of the season. He said, "Put it on the books. Put it on record. We'll win the World Series." That is a very. If you're going to say that, you better expect to be made fun of when you don't. Yeah, especially when you get bounced. Not even in the, I mean, not even the championship series. I mean, this was yeah. their their first round, essentially. Yeah. Like, everybody knew that they were the favorites. And there's no shame in not saying that. It doesn't mean you don't believe in your team. If you don't say, All right, we're going to win the World Series, put it on the books. It doesn't mean you don't believe in them. So, I really don't know what his point in that was. Because if they won the World Series, it doesn't really mean anything that he said that. And if they don't win the World Series or don't make it to the World Series, then... He looks foolish, and that's what he looks like right now. Yeah, I mean, especially with how good this team was. I mean, yeah. they won 111 games. They were a lot of people's World Series favorite, and then they don't even get out of the first round. They won one game out of the series. So yeah. you win one postseason game. After they didn't look like the better team. Yeah, no, I mean, the Padres, if, you, if I had knew nothing about baseball and you told me one team won 111 games, Easily would have been the Padres. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't even close. Yeah, I mean, that was a massive disappointment if you're the Dodgers. Yeah. I don't think it could have been could have went worse. Very true. Now, on the other side, Aaron Boone, I feel like he's, this is his second week in here in this segment. Because I didn't like some things that he had to say last week. And he's had a lot of comments about the AL East being the greatest division ever type stuff. And Stuff that I really don't think needs to be said. But he opened his mouth again yesterday, and he said that uh, they would turn to Holmes if it was an emergency. This was in, what was it, game three? He said they would turn to Clay Holmes if it was an emergency. And it was uh, one out in the ninth in a jam, and they turned to a multi-inning reliever rather than to Clay Holmes. If that's not an emergency, I don't know what is. Just another one of those statements there that you were like, what were you thinking here? We'll talk about it later, too, when we talk about uh, managers bringing in starters or lengthy relievers. Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot, of, a lot of managers have really tried to stray from their normal bullpen use of mm-hmm. what they did in the, in the regular season here in the postseason, thinking, oh, I have my fourth starter in the bullpen now. I can bring him in. Or I, I need to try to change this up because I got another situation I can do now that we're in the playoffs. Why not just do it the way you've been doing it all year? That's what your players are comfortable doing. I don't know why managers are trying to move so far away from that. Yeah. I mean, when you're in an extra innings game or something like that, or you have a matchup that you like, I can see doing it. But if it's just, unless there's those circumstances, I don't think there's a reason to be doing that either. I mean, you got to stick to what got you that position. Yeah. We we mentioned it last episode, and it came back to bite like three teams, I believe, mm-hmm. in this next series where they brought in a starter, had a point in relief, and it just 
did not go well. So I think it's happened twice where it's actually worked out fine. One mm-hmm. of which was for the Cardinals when they brought in uh, Montgomery. I think he did decent. And I think there was one other time where a team brought in a starter and it didn't go negatively. I don't know if it went well. All right, let's get into the get into the division series as a whole. Start wrapping it up team by team. Starting with, we'll start with the NL East matchup: the Braves versus the Phillies. Let's start with the Braves, the team that was eliminated. They had some bright spots. Uh, they had the stars there. Let's start with the starting pitching. Max Fried in Game One. He was, I mean, that was the time to strike because the mm-hmm. the Braves had Fried out there and the Phillies had Suarez. It didn't go as well. Yeah. You don't want your ace getting beat by Phillies number three, though. And that's what happened. So that was a terrible start for the Braves. Yeah. I mean, right there, I mean, you got a one versus three. I mean, you have to win that. Yeah. And so the question comes into play here because this happened to Justin Verlander as well. Mm -hmm. Is was the problem the fact that he's facing a division team, which he's faced a lot throughout the year, or was the fact that he had extra rest and it was an unusual amount of time between starts? I'm going to say it's probably a mix of both. Yeah. That's two two factors against you right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You will. Philly just hit everything about against him. But, yeah, you can't have your ace losing you the game in the first inning. That's no. pretty unacceptable there. No. Kyle Wright impressed me. That was I, his his respect went up in my book, I think. Did not expect that out of him. Mm-hmm. Especially, I think he was up against Zach Wheeler, wasn't he? Out yes. dueling. Spencer Strider, on the other hand, did not look as good as I expected. So it was kind of like an up and down. The two pitchers I expected to do well for the Braves did not do well. And the one pitcher I did not expect to do well didn't do well. Or did do well. Yeah, and I mean, this Spencer Strider one doesn't surprise me. I mean, I would have thought he would have done a little bit better. But he's a rookie. He just got that massive deal. Or, well, I don't want to say massive, but he just got that extension. Yeah. You know, so you got two. That does make sense. So, you know, I don't know if he was feeling pressure from his deal because he's, I mean, he's not making rookie money anymore. He's making, you know, a solid starter, you know, that's been in the league. He's making good money. Um, Hasn't, has never been in that situation before in his career. So that one just doesn't yeah. shock me. But then again, I would have thought he would have gone a little bit better. I th- think it's very similar to the Alec Manoa situation. Yeah. Just hasn't been in a lot of those situations. Mm-hmm. He has been in some. I believe he was caught up last year when they made that World Series run. But not a, he hasn't been in it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move to Charlie Morton. This is one that I didn't expect to go well, and it didn't go well. Charlie Morton in an elimination game. His numbers have been good. What, what was it like? He's four and zero in elimination games in his career. Yeah, I think it. Was, yeah, four or five and zero, something like that. But he's I, also. He's, I still don't like. I don't like having to go to him. Still, not at his age, not where he is now in his career. I mean, this has been one of his worst careers or worst years in his career. So I don't. I wouldn't have wanted to turn to him here, but they did, and he was in a jam. Mm-hmm. I think he had like what one out in the first inning. As Kyle yeah. Schwarber just hits a home run up into the second deck, an absolute bomb. Phillies are up 2-0 on the, on the Padres right now. I have that game on the side. Um, but, but yeah, he, he got into a jam, and then he got hit by a line drive in the arm. And he was already in trouble, but they left him in the game, and he blew the game. Again, two losses right there 
for for the Braves where their starter blew the game in the first inning. Mm-hmm. That hurts. Yeah, it doesn't I, really matter what the rest of your team does. No, and it, and that sets the tone for the whole game. I mean, if you go out there and you give up, you know, three hits in the first five batters and give up four runs, it's kind of hard. I, kind of hard to come back from that. I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's definitely difficult, especially, I mean, you're amped up, you know, you're starting the game, playoffs, you know, everybody's everybody's going to be amped up for it, and then boom, down four runs, and, a, and it's been half an inning. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the new additions for the Braves is a big thing coming into the season because they didn't have a lot of the same outfielders that they had mm-hmm. last year. No. And overall, the roster does look not totally different, but they have a lot of nice additions to their mm-hmm. teams, if you will. So Strider was one. He didn't look good. Harris was another. He had, I think he's had like one hit since October started, mm-hmm. going back even into the regular season. He was in the he was September player of the month, outfielder of the month for us. But then since October hit, he's gone. He's lost it all. So that's unfortunate. Now, Arcia did look good, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I would take him over Ozzy Albies unpopular opinion for sure but i really like arcia here and he showed that he has the clutch he was coming up big he was getting some hits now the big stars here were matt olsen and ronald Acuna jr though mm-hmm. yes and they weren't in they weren't with this team last year obviously no. Acuna with the injury olsen obviously out in oakland but yeah they put up some big numbers they're pretty unstoppable yeah i mean they're both hitting 330 OPS is through the roof. I mean, they they just needed some help. I mean, they couldn't do it by themselves. Yeah. I mean, I felt like Acuna was getting on base to start every game. Mm-hmm. Overall, my expect for my respect for him was going up. His defense was a little shaky there at the end, but yeah. Now, as a team, the Braves have been reliant on the home run all year. That's kind of their mentality on offense. And how did that work out for them throughout the four games? Yeah, I mean, that, I don't think you. I don't think you could win win a World Series by just relying on the home runs. I mean, you got to be able to have strategic baseball. Got to be able to, you know, hit for contact. You know, in certain situations, you know, lay some bunt down, lay some bunts down. You know, stuff like that. Pretty much what the Phillies did. Yeah, the Phillies were dropping some bunts down. Now, game one. The the Braves had a solo home run and a three-run home run. They lost. And that was the game when the Phillies were dropping sack bunts and they Mm -hmm. were getting runs across any way they could. Game two, the game the Braves won, they didn't hit a home run. Mm -hmm. Austin Riley, uh, he had an infield hit. And it's just really them putting like the ball in play a lot. And that's how they got their three runs across. Game three, no home runs and a loss. Game four, three solo home runs, three total runs. And a loss. So yeah, the home run thing did not work out for them because the one game they won, they didn't have any home runs. The game they had three home runs, they lost. So yeah, I don't like that mentality. That's kind of what they've been running with for a while, though. Mm-hmm. Now they almost made it the whole year without dropping a sacrifice bunt. They made it to the last game of the season, and they did it. I would have loved to have seen them break that record just for the fun of it. Oh yeah, but they did it in the last game of the season. So anyway. The Phillies, we mentioned they they were dropping bunts. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing is the Phillies aren't that different in how the team is built. Because they're built to hit a lot of home runs too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they were just doing what they had to do. 
yeah, to exactly. get runs across. Which we learned against the Cardinals is not that easy. And it sparked their offense. It did. Yeah. I mean, their offense just uh, played so much better. I mean, I don't know. It was just, it was weird because, I mean, during the regular season, you didn't really see much of this from this Phillies team. It was live, or, live and die by the home run, essentially. Harper just hit a ball about four feet from being out. But yeah, Harper has been, he's been the big gun here. Mm -hmm. He had the good numbers. I want to walk through his first game, though, where he really sparked this team. Because the, the offense grew through this series. You know, it was really bad against the Cardinals. We had some worries with it. Game one, he led the game off with a single, right? Getting on base, good start. His second at bat, he had a sacrifice bunt. Really, you know, showing the commitment to the team, you know, get the, get the base runners going. Third at bat, he was intentionally walked. Braves kind of fear him. That's what that one showed. Then he hit a double later in the game. And they, they had the lead at that point when he hit the double. And he hit the double just kind of to set the tone that, like, we're not stopping. Pedal on, pedal to the metal. We're driving it down. And then later in the game, somebody else dropped a bunt. And it was just kind of, like, from there on, the offense was taken off. Mm -hmm. At the end of game two, though, after they lost that one, I was really, I was really getting concerned because the other stars weren't stepping up. Like Harper and Castellanos were doing all right, but in the in the reel I made, I specific I specifically called out Ray Muto, Schwarber, Hoskins. I think they combined for like two hits. They were like two for twenty or something. Yeah, it was something outrageous like that. Yeah, and then what happened in the game after that? I mean, I think they they woke up a little bit. I mean, Schwarber got. You know, got on base there, start the game. Hoskins got a hit. Marsh hit a home run. And then Romutu hit that inside the park home run. Yeah, that was that was two games later. That was... Oh, yeah. But Hoskins, Hoskins, that was the game where Hoskins did the bat spike. Yes, yeah. That that was that was the bat spike. Yeah, yeah. he hit that bomb. And, I mean... Third inning. Yeah, the third inning. And, you know, we had this conversation... Up, where I was like, what in the world is he doing? Like, it's the third inning. Like, why is he acting like he just hit a walk-off in the, you know, in the World, in the series? World series? But I, then I started seeing different different angles of the video. And it wasn't just him, you know, it was the crowd and everything. I mean, that whole place was, for a third inning, th that place was rocket. I'm pretty I, sure the fans were standing when they made the first out of the game. Mm -hmm. Like the, the the entire stadium was on their feet for the first out of the game. You don't see that every day. No, I mean especially in a game two of a divisional series. I mean, yeah. So, I mean that was just absolutely electric with that. Uh, and then I think somebody else hit a home run and then did a bat flip later that game. I think that was Harper later in the game. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it was Harper too. Yeah, I mean it was just it was just crazy. Yeah, so like you said, though, like that was Hoskins stepping up, and then you you stated the next game, Schwarber, Schwarber, Marsh, everybody was getting involved in the next game. Mm -hmm. Ray Mito, I mean, what catcher hits an inside the park home run first off? Yeah, I think it. I saw something where it was it was the first in like fifty years or something, or the first or first second. inside the Parker, and I he was the first catcher to do it in the playoffs. Yes, that's what it was. I knew it was some stat like that. Yeah. Hey, he stole twenty bases though, so we shouldn't be that surprised. That is true. He did, he did steal a lot more bases than what a catcher typically would do. Yeah. Now, on the starting pitching side, 
Ranger Suarez outdueled Max Fried. He didn't go that deep into the game, but he got his job done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he That's did exactly. Yeah, he did exactly what he was in there to do. I mean, how many innings did he pitch? He pitched about five, right? I believe so. Yeah, so you know he got Maybe in there. Four. Yeah, got his four and two thirds, five, whatever it was, and got out of the game, put him in a position to win, and then let the bullpen do the rest. Yeah, and then Zach Wheeler was in game two. He he kind of got lost with two outs in the sixth inning. He hit Acuna and then just lost his touch after that. Mm-hmm. And it's a frustrate. It's a really frustrating way to lose a game because that was the game they lost three zero. The second run of the game was on an infield hit, and then you know the third run of the game, Travis Darno had an ugly swing, ground ball back up the middle, and you know it's one of those things where like man, he just got lucky with where he placed that. Should have been an out. Yeah. And then they got, that's how they got two of their three runs to go on to win the game. So it doesn't feel like Zach Wheeler got beat. And he's looking pretty good right now against the Padres. Mm-hmm. As he is currently in the sixth inning. Um, Noah Syndergaard, though. Noah Syndergaard came out later in the series. How did he look? Yeah. So we talked, we talked about him and his outing, you know, during the game. I mean, he pitched very well, but. You know, there's just something different about him. Like he's not, he's not striking people out. You know, he had a hundred, hundred strike, less than a hundred strikeouts on a year. But I mean, he got the people out that he needed to get out. I mean, he was getting ground balls and he was just getting out. Yeah. I mean, he got past uh, Acuna and Olsen unscathed. I mean, those guys didn't get on against him, which was unusual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, they only let him go three innings. Yeah. Which I thought was, kind of unusual i thought it was very strange i mean i understood they wanted to make it a bullpen game but if your guys you know not allowing anything yeah at least let it go four four or five give him a short leash but don't give him nothing don't give him a straight cutoff you know mm-hmm. so that's what i would have liked to have seen just because i'm i'm a big cinder guard guy i really want to see him succeed but it worked out well for the phillies phillies got it to go well for them even though i do have concerns for their bullpen the bullpen did well in that game mm-hmm. so phillies moved on let's move on to the american league side of things the mariners exciting year for this team yes it Future was is bright but how about them in this series though i mean they did get swept so there's not a whole lot of positive stuff to take out of other than you know julio you know he he was Quite the he was a star of their team for that series as he's been you know for most the most of the year. Uh, you know there were some random random guys that stepped up at certain moments, but you know they couldn't get a win. Uh, and then you know there's Suarez there who stepped up. You know some would say bigger than Julio did, but yeah. So you had those two guys. The thing I think that set the whole that set the tone for this series is when they blew game one. Yeah. And the manner that they blew it. Yeah. So they had a big lead. And when Gilbert left the game, he didn't leave them in the best position. No. But that's no excuse to blow the lead that they blew. Exactly. I mean, you had a you had a situation where Logan Gilbert outdid Justin Verlander. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right, is, you got to take advantage of that. If your yeah. bullpen can't capitalize on that, they've been saying their bullpen was good. Yeah, but you see, they didn't use their bullpen. They 
brought in Robbie Ray. Okay, another situation where a reliever or a starter as a reliever did not work out. Surprise, surprise. It, it doesn't make sense, especially in the position that they put him in. I mean, okay, like I understand, you know, it. it's Robbie Ray. You know, he, he's had very good seasons or season, but you can't just bring him in in the middle of the game like that. I just don't think, I, I don't think that makes if sense. If you at bring all. him in, if you bring him in, you need to bring him in when it's like a bullpen game and you, you're bringing him in in the fourth. Yes. Fourth inning, expecting him to go four or five, maybe the sixth inning. You don't bring him in at the very end. No. Something like that. Not a high leverage situation, especially for a guy who doesn't come in relief very much. The next starter they had was Luis Castillo. I wanted to see him do what he did against the Blue Jays again. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see him be able to replicate that. He was not able to. No. And he hadn't even seen the Blue Jays, or excuse me, he hadn't even seen the Astros since, like, 2019. Yeah, so it's been a while. Despite this being a division matchup, he was traded, so he didn't see him as much. No, yeah. I thought it would work out better for him. It did not. Kyle Tucker got the best of him. He just didn't have the electric stuff that he had against Toronto, no. honestly. No, yeah, he, he looked totally different. Yeah. Uh, George Kirby. He did look great, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the game where they went 18 innings. But yeah. as far as the starters were concerned, he did his job. He got into a lot of jams. So did the bullpen. But they were able to get out of them, which I was really impressed with. I did not think George Kirby was this good. Again, another guy that my respect went up for this season. I'm looking forward to seeing more of him next year, mm-hmm. if nothing else. Um, Kind of a side note here. There were a lot of stolen bases in the playoffs. There I don't was. know if you've noticed this. Yeah, I've noticed that a little bit. I didn't really notice it until I I saw a stat on it or something. I was like, oh, yeah. I mean that it it wasn't a stat that surprised me. I was like, oh yeah, there has been. Yeah, and but, I don't guys aren't getting thrown out. No, and, I don't think I don't think it's the fault of the catcher either. Catchers have looked decent. Yeah, I mean all the all the throw downs that I have seen, except for a couple, have been on yeah. the money. And they're just there. Everybody's getting good jumps, it seems like. I have seen some amazing jumps. Yes. Yeah, there has been a lot of... I saw There was one in the Yankees game. Uh, in one of these Yankees games. I can't remember exactly which one it was. But, I mean, they just... I think it was actually Aaron, Aaron Judge who got it. Yeah. I mean, he only has to take yeah. three steps and he's down there. But still. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. All right, let's... You know, despite the three losses getting swept, I don't know. It didn't seem that discouraging for the for the Mariners, just because of what no. they have in the future in exactly. the tank going forward. Exactly. If there was if there was positive, like a positive sweep, this may or such thing. This may be a positive sweep just for what what they have coming up. And a lot of people didn't have them in the playoffs to begin with. So yeah. it was it was nice to get this experience, especially for the young guys. And you had situ like all sides of the ball stepped up. I mean, you had situations where game one, you know, they had lots of offense. So they, you know, the offense has the ability. Game mm-hmm. three, the bullpen went eighteen innings scoreless, yeah. seventeen innings scoreless, gave up one run. And then, you know, the starters were there. Like Luis Castillo looked good against the Blue Jays, even mm-hmm. if he didn't against the Astros. Kirby looked good against the Astros. Like it was there. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it again, was. Gilbert outdueled Verlander. So it, it was there. They've struggled with the Astros all season, though. So it makes sense. Yes. I mean, this is, it's a, they struggled with the Astros like the Padres struggled with the Dodgers. The Dodgers just figured if out a way. Yeah. If not worse, the Dodgers just, or the Padres just figured out a way and the Mariners yeah. didn't. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the Astros. Verlander, he looked rough, and this is basically the same question as you had with Wheeler. You said it was a combination of both. Was it the fact that he had too much rest, or was it the fact that he was facing a divisional foe, which he's faced a lot? I think this one might be it might be a little bit more towards rest because he's at that point in his career where you know routine really has a lot to do with it. Yeah. You know, he has his he has his set days of rest, he has his days of pitches, and then he comes out and this first start, you know, he had you know, a week longer than what he usually would have. And he came out rusty. Now, unlike Max Freed, Verlander has to go out and do it again. Mm -hmm. He will be pitching what I assume would be tomorrow's game. Yeah, I would assume as well. That's going to be another situation where he has too much rest. Or it is might, he more prepared this time? I, I would, he may be a little bit, I would assume he may be a little bit more prepared, but... I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he if there's a little too much rest there as well. Yeah, but who knows? It's game one of the championship series, so you know yeah. there's a chance to go. I feel like he needs to step up. Yeah, I mean, he's to the point where he should be able to just step up. He's yeah. been there a million times. He's played the Yankees in this position a million times. So, yeah, uh, Valdez was quality. For the Astros, but Lance McCullers in Game Three absolutely dominant. Only gave up two hits. We said Kirby was good. Kirby got into jams and was able to get out of him. McCullers, I mean, this is a this is a starting rotation and a pitching staff as a whole. We know this team is has incredible pitching, and McCullers has had very a very small amount of time this year due to injuries. Mm -hmm. And they turned to him in this situation despite that. It shows how good he is, and he stepped up and he took it. I mean, only allowing two hits going like seven innings deep. That was that was really big, and that is a big boost for this team going forward because we know their starting rotation is good, but it's this good. So Yeah. Uh, I don't think the bullpen allowed a single run all series either. I don't think so either. And this is a team, it feels like a lot of their starters that they've moved down there are guys that I would trust in the bullpen a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is about their starters, but they a lot of their starters, which are quality, have had times coming out of the bullpen this year, I guess, if you will. So they're more used to it. That means they are weapons that can be used against the Yankees. Yes, it is. Whose bullpen a little shaky. Yeah, that's very true. So uh, I put... I jumped a little bit there. Now, I mean, Hunter Brown coming out of the bullpen. You got Luis Garcia. Christian Javier will probably be a starter, though. So you got Brown and Garcia, our starters that could come out of the bullpen. Hector Neris is in there, of course. Rafael Montero, Ryan Stanky, Ryan Presley, Jose Arquitty. And actually, Christian Javier wouldn't get a start. He'd probably be in the bullpen, too. So, yeah, I mean, that is a stacked bullpen. Yeah. Counting the starters in there. All right, let's move on to their offense. Uh, the offense pretty much just consists of Jordan Alvarez. At this point, yes. 
I think Jose Altuve had one hit in the series. Uh, no. Did he even have a hit? I think I think he went 0 for 10. He may have. Yeah, I saw something about him being 1 for 15, but I don't know what that timeline was. I think it may be the month of October. Okay. But yeah. well, he was 0 for 8 in the last game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, oh. texted, I texted you Jose Altuve's 0 for 8. I love it. So, <laughs> at least at that point, yeah. Hopefully he uh, stays like that. I would not mind that. Honestly. I can't stand that, dude. And uh, Bregman can fit in that series, too. Uh, Bregman had a little bit more success, but I wouldn't mind if Bregman were in there, too. The thing is, though, the reason I do bring that up is Altuve is the type of guy where this isn't something too unusual, Mm -hmm. and he could just come back next series and tear it up. Yeah, he could just snap out of it like that. That is his his MO, the way he does things, so I wouldn't be surprised by that. And I wouldn't, I say all that to say, don't read into this too much for him. Mm Mm-hmm. Now that said, Pena stepped up, Tucker stepped up. Those guys were putting up some numbers. Those guys with Jordan Alvarez, I don't know. It wasn't the biggest offensive showing for them in this series, but it was only three games. Yeah. I mean, it was kinda... three games where they did what they needed to do. So yeah. I don't know how to read into that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they didn't blow you out of the water, but they did what they needed to to win, which at this yeah. point is all that matters. And despite not having... I mean, despite relying on like some walk-offs and stuff, they didn't seem like they were in situations where they needed people to step up. No, not really. So they, I am not going to make any comments about being concerned about this offense right now as they move into the series with the Yankees. Uh, that said, let's move to the Guardians and Yankees. Starting with the Guardians, again, we start with the team that is out of it. We'll start with their starters. Cal Quintrell looked really good. He held his own against Garrett Cole for a while. He just couldn't go as deep as Garrett Cole, and they left him in a little too long, end up costing them the game, I believe. Got burned in the sixth inning, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, once those hitters start seeing him, you know, second and third time through, uh, yeah, he started getting hit. But, yeah. Guardian's bullpen is always really good. Mm-hmm. Lights out when they handed it to him. Sometimes they just... The game was already a little too far out of hand when they got to the bullpen, unfortunately. Yeah, they, I feel like they left their starters in a little too long. Yeah. Which is weird, because the Yankees starters seem to maybe have not been left in long enough sometimes. Uh, yes, I, I agree with that. Which is weird, because the Guardians have the better bullpen, and the Yankees don't. <laughs> Yet the Yankees spent more time in their bullpen than the Guardians did. Yeah, and it, some games... I, the Yankees bullpen probably performed a little bit better because of the position that they were, they started in. Yeah. I mean, the Guardians bullpen, when they went in, usually can't had a mess. Yeah. Now, uh, I believe it was game two. Severino outperformed Tristan McKenzie. That is not something you would want to see, although that maybe could be blamed on the offense. But overall, again, Severino outperformed McKenzie is the headline there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it is weird how these two teams work. The Yankees scored five runs on five hits through eight innings, and the Guardians scored three runs on ten hits through eight innings. That's just, you know, the Yankees, you know, a lot of home runs, not a lot of hits. They get their runs in when they need to. Yeah. The Guardians, it takes them a lot of hits, and there were a lot of runners on the base paths that they could not get in in this series. Yeah. 
the Yankee pitching did a great job of getting out of jams. Yeah. I mean, and it just when you're hitting three singles, to, three singles to try to get one run, it seems less efficient and harder. Yes. And that's it, what the Guardians do. definitely does. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because, I mean, you get a couple doubles in there or even some better placed singles, they can get some runs in. Yeah. And I think I, I really wanted to see Jose Ramirez break it open because he had some opportunities there. Some bases loaded situations, I mean, some situations he, with runners on base, and he didn't. He had. I feel like he had a position to bust every every game open. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and every Jack game open could have swung the series, and he didn't do anything big. Yeah, I mean, every time and he he, would, hit, he hit for a high average. Yeah, but under pressure, I don't feel like he hit well at all. No, he would maybe just get a single to an extended inning, but he didn't have many RBIs or anything other than that. Yeah, nothing big there for him. So I think that was really what killed it for him. You need your star to step up. We talked about all the stars that have stepped up, Harper and all the other guys. Mm-hmm. I, I know maybe it's too much pressure on one guy, but if the team is going to work in this way where they just try to get three singles to get in one run, you need that star coming up with the bases loaded or two or three runners on base to to get like two or three RBIs with one swing. That's really what you need there, at least mm-hmm. once, twice in a series. Yeah. I mean, he didn't. I mean, he's their star, and he's yeah. he's the guy that everybody's talking about, and he he just couldn't do it. I mean, for whatever reason, he could not get those base base runners in. Yeah, again, I think it's a lot of pressure to put on one guy because mm-hmm. again, he was he was hitting decent. Yeah. He extended some of those innings. Like there were some times where he would just get a, a nice little single or something in that situation, or other times where he would get things started and there would just be nobody behind him. So. Mm-hmm. I don't think all the blame is on him, but at this point, he was the only guy that could have done what they needed to happen, yes. if you will. So there were other guys that did somewhat stuff well. I mean, just different guys throughout the series. I mean, like game one, you had like Josh Naylor, Miller, Jimenez got got some stuff going. Eddie Rosario had a home run early in the series. Oscar Gonzalez came up big, of course, with the walk off. Oscar Gonzalez did not have good numbers outside of that hit, though. Um, overall, not looking the greatest for him. But, you know, he was, I guess, the star of the series because he was the one who got them the win, if you will. Yes, that is true. That is very true. Going back to Julio Rodriguez, though, I really do love the way he plays the game because there was that one at bat where he hit the pot fly that dropped from the outfield and he turned it into a triple. Or not a real triple, but like. He yeah, got to third on a pop fly. I mean, you just love watching him play the game. Yeah, I mean, the, the way that shift was, and the little fumble that was ha- that they had, and then, I mean, shoot, if he would have, I mean, he was hauling it out of the box. Yeah, I mean, there was no all. Oh, this was getting caught. No, I mean, he was when he as soon as the ball hit the bat, he was gone. He was out of the box. Yeah. yeah. That's a great mentality to play the game with, mm-hmm. honestly. All right, let's move to the Yankees. Are we still concerned about their bullpen depth going forward? I don't think as much. Okay. It's definitely a concern, but I think they proved that they can handle high-pressure situations and so, and get out of it. Yeah, and the rain delay did help them. I mean, mm-hmm. they were in a situation where Freddie Peralta had thrown a number of days in a row. Mm-hmm. And they were just 
they were they were they were a little hurt, if you will. Yeah, they were hurt. Down. Yeah, they were. So maybe some rest will help him. I mean, they they tried to put Peralta out there to go seven outs at one point. Yeah, and that blew him a game. And then they tried. The, the weird thing was they tried to bring in their multi-inning guy with two outs left in the game in a two-run game in the ninth inning. But yet they went to Wandy Peralta for for seven innings. Should have been the other way around. Yeah, it didn't make much sense. And that was, again, something that Boone said. You know, he'll go to homes and, and you know, emergency situations. And then, you know, the way he that handled was the emergency situation. Yeah, I don't I didn't understand that one at all. I was so confused watching it. I was like, what in the world are you doing? Yeah. Uh, game two. There was the I think it was what was it? Game one where Garrett Cole went out there. I think that was the game where they used the bullpen in a traditional fashion and it worked out so well for them. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really do it after that. Maybe, I guess, in this last game a little bit, but they had a significant lead. They had a, a four-run lead there in the last game. So game two, they got into a jam in the eighth inning. Holmes got out of it. really wasn't his fault getting into it, though. It was kind of Rizzo's error. If you will, mm-hmm. um, but then they brought in Talion, who I don't know if you want to call this his fault. But again, you're bringing in a starter here. How do you think this one's going to turn out? <laughs> he gave up the lead on two blue pits and some errors. I don't know if you really no. want to blame the starter for this one, but again, he was on the mound when things fell apart. If you will, yeah. I mean, those blue pits are, and again, the way that they were had it shifted and everything. I mean, those were. They were just placed perfectly. And that's and then, what the Guardians do. Yeah. And then, you know, Cabrera, you know, plays it. He, I don't even think he plays it wrong, but he plays it slightly wrong. So he drops it. You know, he doesn't get yeah. there in time. So it gets behind him a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, there was just so much stuff going on with those two hits that were like, I feel like they were total fluke hits, but. You know they have. I mean, that's how you win win games in baseball. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, I still don't think I, I don't think it was the right choice to bring him in in that situation. Yeah. All right. Let's turn to Garrett Cole now. Garrett Cole did go out there for two days and got them two wins. I think he was probably the biggest MVP of this series for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he played very well. He pitched very well every time he was out there. And again, we have to bring it up now that we're on the Yankees side of, side of things. Sevy outpitching McKenzie, which is big and a big encouragement for the Yankees. Seeing Severino on the mound like that. Offensively, John Carlos Stanton hit the big home run in game two and then a big home run in game five. Mm-hmm. That's their offensive hero, I think. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Bader, a couple big home runs too. Yeah. I mean, he came out of nowhere. I think he had five home runs all year and he had three in this series. Yeah. And those may have come in some times where the Yankees ended up losing those games, so I don't want to really call him the MVP as much. You know, I think two of those were solo shots, right? Yeah. So it was still good to see him going off. Yeah, it, yeah, it was good to see that he's capable of when it's needed to get a big hits. Like, even yeah. though they were in losses, they're they're not in the position. They were in position to win all those games. Yeah, I mean, you don't know it's a loss when he's up there doing it. You know. Mm-hmm. And so every every home run's a big home run. Um, Aaron Judge did heat up finally 
there at the end. He was looking really scary there at the beginning. Yeah, he was he looking another rough. Day, he had another day where he was 0 for 4 with 4 strikeouts. And only 4 times has this happened where the league leader in home runs goes 0 for 4 with 4 strikeouts in a game. It's only happened 4 times. And I think they, they were all playoff games too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they have to do playoff games. Yeah. Four playoff games, sorry, where uh, the, the league leader in home runs went over four with four strikeouts. All four of those times were Aaron Judge, and all four of those times were against the Cleveland Indians slash Guardians now. Yeah, I that's the Yankees and the Guardians. Crazy stat. Yeah, Yankees, Guardians, Indians, you know, whichever one they were at that point. They've had some very good playoff series yeah and they've had judges number so it was nice yes. to see him get out of that there at the end mm-hmm. all right let's move on now that judges heated up we can move off the yankees the dodgers versus the padres padres obviously moved on so mm-hmm. we'll start with the other 111 win team the best team in all of baseball as far as record goes came to an abrupt end for them yeah, it really Only four did. games in the playoffs. Their their stars came out to play. They looked fine offensively, I guess, if you will. Max Muncy heated up after a terrible season for him. Yeah, he looked really good. They also had the other stars: Turner, Smith, Freeman. All of those guys came to produce produce somewhat. Uh, the depth of the lineup just wasn't there, and that's something that we've talked about. The Padres' depth of their lineup was there. Mm-hmm. But the, the Dodgers wasn't. Um, game two against you, Darvish, they had their chance. But you get you had guys like Trace Thompson and Cody Bellinger just just couldn't get it done. And it's so bad that even in that game, they, they pinch hit Austin Barnes, backup catcher, to hit for Cody Bellinger in the ninth inning. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty rough. I mean, and I know it's matchup based, but like, come on, you're gonna pinch hit your center fielder for a backup catcher because you trust his bat more. That hurts. Yeah. All right. So then on the pitching side, Kershaw did give up a first inning home run when he was in there, but he settled down. The short leash starters, Tyler Anderson and Tony Gonsolin, those guys have put up great numbers. On the year, they have incredible records, like one loss, no loss records. But the Dodgers don't trust them that much. They have so few innings. Yeah. Which and is the moment they get into trouble, the moment they get into trouble, they get pulled. Yeah, like there's no trust in those guys at all. And so despite the numbers, I don't know if they can be considered as good as the numbers say they are, but it's smart for the team to do that, would you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you don't... Know, it out really well for them. Yeah, I mean, if you can get them out, if you can get them out before they get in trouble, I mean, get them out. I mean, even if that means you don't have really faith in them to be able to get out of jams, I mean, why put them in the position that you're not comfortable in? Yeah. So Tony Gonsolin, though, he he got beat up pretty bad. Mm -hmm. And despite his good year, he didn't make it out of the first inning. And then they had to call on Andrew Heaney. He came in relief. And he did he did better than Tony Gonsolin. He went three scoreless innings. Uh, Tyler Anderson in the next game looked really good, and he outdueled Joe Musgrove. Yeah, I mean, really impressive. 
Yeah, especially the way that Musgrove has looked and I mean that Met yeah. series and then I mean I thought he's pitched very well even when he pitched in this series, but yeah. yeah. Now in this game, again, they didn't let Anderson go that deep. I don't know. The Dodgers had chances to blow this one open. They should have won this game. They had a lot of opportunity, both against Musgrove and the and the bullpen. Mm-hmm. They had opportunities to make their lead bigger, to seal the game. Unable. Did not happen. So, I don't, I don't know what to say. I mean, they blew it there. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunate way for the Dodgers' year to end, but they had, they had the chance. Yeah, I mean, they had plenty of chances. They just couldn't get it done. Yeah. Let's turn to the Padres now. You, Darvish, he is their game one starter, but he doesn't really, I don't know, is he still an ace? He's really good. I mean, he's not their ace. I think he could be. He would be a team's ace, but he's not their ace. Yeah. I think the reason he's he's been rolling out there for game one, of every series and the reason they did that was because he had really good success against the Mets which mm-hmm. was the first team they played and it's just kind of the way it's rolled they haven't had a chance or enough rest to really get him out of that situation so they're they're still rolling with him as their game one starter even though I would argue that Joe Musgrove is probably their ace oh I don't think that's a question yeah I think it's so, 1000 percent Musgrove so they had to roll him out there game one against Philly. We'll see how that works out, but right now they're down 2-0 in the bottom of the eighth. He gave up two solo home runs. Uh, the bullpen, though, did get out of some jams. They The bullpen looked really good, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I was encouraged by the bullpen. I think they can outduel Philadelphia in the bullpen. Josh Hader looked really good. Three saves. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's, look, runs. he's looking like the guy that they traded for. He's doing. Yeah. He's looking very good. I've been worried about Blake Snell a while. He looks good every now and then. I wouldn't say he looks good 50% of the time, though. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. He did do well in this game. How do you think he's going to look against the Phillies? I think he'll look okay. I don't think he's going to go very long. I think he'll go five innings max before he gets pulled. But yeah. I think he'll look okay. So that was their game two start, and then the game three starter was Joe Musgrove. Joe Musgrove was okay, I would say. Mm-hmm. But again, he kind of was in a position where he got outdueled by Tyler Anderson, and he just did his job to keep the game from getting out of hand then at that point. So he yeah. did that, which is the least I would expect from him, honestly. Yeah. He, he better do that. Uh, Musgrove and the bullpen honestly looked really good. Offensively, it was the non-stars stepping up. I mean, you had, I mean, you had Myers, you had Noel stepping up, you had Kim stepping up. Those were the guys that got it done for them in the series. Mm-hmm. And that's honestly for both them and Philly. The bottom half of the lineups were were really good, and they both have a lot of stars too. Because Manny Machado got stuff going there towards the end of the series. Even Soto, he finally got his first uh, postseason base hit. And or extra base hit. He's he's been hitting for decent average, but yeah, I mean, the whole lineup, this whole team is really heating up. Mm-hmm. And between them and the Phillies, I am so excited for this series. Yeah, I think this is going to be a very good series. I think both of these championship series are going to be great, but I think yeah. this one's the more intriguing of the two. I mean, 
We we've seen Astros Yankees three out of the last six years. Yeah, we we know what's going to happen in this. We don't. We may not know who you know the Yankees may win this one, but you essentially know what you're going to get. And with yeah. this one, I mean, two fresh teams. Yeah, two fresh teams haven't been this deep in a long time. I mean, this is the first time the Phillies have been in the playoffs since what 2011. Yeah. And then the Padres, I don't rem- I don't remember the last time they they were this far. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean this one's good. This one's going to be a whole lot of fun to watch. Yeah. I I am pumped for it. There's a lot of like you said, new stars, fun stars. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun to watch. I would argue that the Astros maybe don't have fun stars. No. The Astros have a lot of stars. I don't know if the Astros have fun stars. The Yankees do. With Judge, mm-hmm. with some of their guys, but yeah, this is, I believe, the more exciting series. And these teams underperformed in the year, but they're not bad teams. Yes, I say means. exactly. Yeah, I mean, the, both of these teams could win the World Series. Yeah, very true. And they, it's weird. Normally, you would see a team heating up as they go into the playoffs. These teams were even cold at the end of the regular season. Yeah, I mean, they they weren't like ice cold. But they they definitely weren't. I think they were both on our list when we were saying how dangerous would they be. I think we both gave them like fives and sixes, maybe sevens. Yeah, because over the they were. I think the Phillies when we did that one a situation where they were like three and seven in their last ten. Yeah, and I think they shoot you. One of us may even have said they weren't going to make playoffs. Yeah, I think well, I think the way we said it was they were if they didn't watch themselves they were in danger of losing out to the Brewers. Mm-hmm. Not because the Brewers had a clean shot, but just because they were playing so poorly, and yes. they turned that around. They turned it around as soon as we said that. Probably, honestly, they turned it around after St. Louis. Philly mm-hmm. did at least because again they didn't look good against St. Louis. When they advanced through St. Louis, I didn't. I wasn't that convinced that they were going to get past the Braves. Yeah, I agree with that. But they turned it on in that series, and yeah, I'm excited to see what these two teams bring. Obviously, you know the Yankees and the Astros are top two seeds, so we know they are incredibly good teams. Astros, I'm struggling to find a hole with Yankees. Like you said, the bullpen is their hole, but I, again, it's getting better. I'm not that concerned about it. Mm-hmm. So, it's going to be a lot of fun, guys. Yeah. Be sure to keep up with it. Keep up with our Instagram. We'll have lots of stuff on you for there. Thank you guys for listening. You got anything else to say, Noah? No, I mean just keep sharing. You know, when we post stuff on our stories or whatever, you know, share it. You know, tell your friend. You know, get us to that one hundred. Means a lot. You guys point. are giving us a lot of support. Yeah, yeah. Get us to that one one hundred followers support or yeah, hundred followers. And uh, you know we get this giveaway out, and then you know we'll probably we'll probably have some more giveaways, you know, as we get as we grow more and more. But yeah, I mean, just keep listening, keep supporting, you know, keep sharing. All right, see you guys next time.